Hello. Honestly, don't know how it's possible to feel both extensively exhausted, but also kind of not zany, maybe anxious. I need to drink water. Drink water, fam. Welcome back to Hello Joy. It is your host, Eliana Rowe. Um, this week is kind of like a conglomeration of things. Lots of things have happened in this past week. And so this is a still processing edition of Hello Joy, in which we will be discussing predominantly getting rid of the shame monster, but um, also about reclaiming the body and the mind. Um, because I think that that, those have been the big lessons for this week and I'm excited to chat with you guys about it so let's get into it oh let's get into our daily affirmations yeah all right folks so for this week's daily affirmations I have two quotes one Actually, both. I found this morning. (laughs) And so, let's read them. The first is one that I saw on someone else's Instagram story. And I was like, ooh, that's a word for this morning. So, it says, Release yourself of the burden of trying to be seen by those who don't don't know how to see you. I'm going to read it one more time. Release yourself of the burden of trying to be seen by those who don't know how to see you. Now, that's a word on its own that I don't really have to explain, but if you want me to explain, I will. Personally, for me, um, I really enjoyed reading that because it's, I really want everybody to like me. And that can sometimes be super 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 frustrating because then it's a it's a game a constant game of striving that doesn't need to be happening but is somehow all of the time and I think that this quote was a good reminder that it is not your job to police yourself so that other people will want to be your friend or want to be around you. And that is to say, like, obviously, you want to be a good person, be decent. Um, but that's a given, I think. I think if it comes to the point where you're no longer being who you are in a space because you just want to be understood and you're nervous about being misunderstood, then you have to let that go because it just stops you from being able to breathe into spaces that you're called to breathe into. Um, and I think it also stops you from just being your fullest self. Like, damn, you're supposed to have fun in this life. And if you're constantly, like, putting the burden on yourself to try to be seen and understood by others, then it honestly can sometimes lead to more misunderstanding of who you are. Um, I think as long as you know who you are, that's the main thing. The next quote is from my girl, Morgan Harper Nichols. She's a real one. It says, it's okay to lay it down in total surrender. 
knowing that no matter what happens, you are not alone in any of this. There is no worry too small and too big where light will not find you and come rushing in. Over wild fields and in hardwood floors, through changing things and open doors, there is still room for you to step into each day, believing in the soul that there is a way to live, to grow, to be okay. It's okay to lay it down in total surrender, knowing that no matter what happens, you are not alone in any of this. There is no worry too small and too big where a light will not find you and come rushing in. Over wild fields and in hardwood floors, through changing things and opened doors, there is still room for you to step into each day, believing in the soul that there is a way to live, to grow, to be okay. Ugh! I love that. Um, No matter what the worry is, light will find you and come rushing in. That's beautiful. Um, So yeah, as always, if you need to rewind, re-listen, put it on repeat that little bit while you say it to yourself in the mirror, while you're washing your face and getting ready for the day, this week, do it. Um, These are just a few offerings of what a daily affirmation could be. Yes, also wild. Today is November 11th. It's 11-11. So I've been seeing a lot that people are chatting about how today is a really big day to manifest um, in your life, the things that you want to see. I always grew up, you know, I grew up in church. So I grew up with the phrase um, to speak things that are not as though they were into existence and um, that you have you have power in your mouth to decree and declare who you will be, how you will be, what you will be, and what will come into your life. And so today, depending on when this comes out, I'm going to try to get it before my night class, but it might be after nine. Um, <laughs> but have just two or three moments in the day to say, ooh, this is what I'm manifesting this week. This is what I want to see happen in my life. Yeah. I think what I'm going to try to do is do a vision board because I went to this event yesterday, which I'll get into a little bit, um, that really inspired me. And I uh, I think I still need to write it down visually um, with pictures to see where I want to go with what um, I bore witness to and how it helped me process some things that I'm working through and a project that I'm working on. Um, Yeah, but today is manifest day, as every day is a manifest day. So manifest. Let's get into that one, two, three, joy. All right, one, two, three, joy. Okay, if I'm starting with my triumphant win, my triumphant win this week is we opened my show or the show that I'm in rather. Um, uh, Yas, my school is doing a production of Twelfth Night. I'm playing Olivia, and it's been really dope. I felt really, really free on Friday. Opening in the second night, I was like, yeah, but Friday I was like, okay. Um. And I love my ensemble, like truly love working with 
every single person in that cast. Um, Ooh, I have another triumphant win. I have a lot of triumphant ones. Um, (laughs) But I also went to this really dope event on yesterday called Ballroom Has Something to Say that was incredible. I cried so many, so many tears. Um, A Beautiful Bed is from that conversation. I got so many ideas about like editing my play because I started talking about like intersectionality and what it means to like grow up with the belief that a part of who you are is an abomination and all of that and so that was exciting and the day before I wrote a whole new scene for my show and and like took away some bits of the piece that weren't making sense and tried to add some things that would make it make more sense and things of that nature so it feels so cool to like see it actually coming together and like getting over this imposter syndrome that like my story is not enough to share because it is so that's my bud and my graceful fail honestly frankly yeah it was being in my head on the second night of of the show I just I don't know one of my teachers was coming and I just got really stressed about it and I don't know I was looking at something today that was telling me that I need to slaughter the idea that I need the opinions of other people which is super true and I just had this class I'm in a class called theater management and there were these guest speakers today both who are producers and I I mean this woman her name is Sue I hope I'm right she was just so ballsy and said whatever the fuck she wanted and like is super successful and I was like that's really cool And it was just a reminder that you kind of just have to be your big audacious self because it's important. It's important to have opinions and it's important to like say what you actually mean and all of that. So it's just good. So actually, I think this is the quickest one, two, three joy I've ever done. Wow. Reeling it in. Um, But yeah, that's been the week. Woo-woo. Uh, no! For the major part of this episode, the still processing edition of Hello Joy, we'll be talking a lot about ridding yourself of the shame monster. Dun, dun, dun. Because it just felt like many elements of my life this past week have been focusing on that. Uh, my friend, Margaret, I told you I'd give you a shout out. She said, excuse me, she sent me this really incredible um, podcast episode entitled Destigmatizing Your Desire. And I was like, ooh, this feels like this will be vulnerable. So I waited until the next morning, I think, and I listened to it when I was like eating my breakfast and getting ready for the day. And wowzers, um, we just talked about, or I listened to rather, um, them talk about the the amount of history we carry in the body and how that affects the way we view intimacy and love with another person and i just had a lot of like um i guess you could say revelations or 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 just aha moments about certain reasons why i behave in the way that i do because without getting too far into it because i don't really want y'all to know all my business okay um but I'm so weird about about touch. 
But in a way, we're like, with friends, it's sometimes it's even difficult for me to be like, hey, I'm going to hug my friend right now. Um, and I, I'm like, I'm curious as to why that is. And I'm like trying to investigate that because I think that it is somehow rooted in shame of this thing that I need physical validation from another person who I like love and trust and is important that they're in my life. I don't know. It's strange. Because normally I'm the type of gal where I'm like, I buff you up with words. I'm a words of affirmation kind of gal. I'm a quality time type of gal. But I often forsake the physical touch form of love because it's so, I don't, the body holds so much memory and it's so vulnerable, that one, I find. Um, and quality time can be too, but it's like you kind of can't get away with it. Like if someone hugs me, I feel like you can read everything I've been trying to deny or push down or save for later in the back of my mind. And that's how I'll fall apart. So I think that's why that's weird for me. I don't know. Do you guys experience that? Maybe it's with quality time for you or with another aspect for you. But I thought that that was really interesting. And I kind of started thinking about what it means to destigmatize desire in like not just a relational format, although that did come up for me too, but in a way where it's like, and by relationship, I mean, you know, having a partner and all of that. But I was even more fascinated as to how that exists in my platonic relationships, which was interesting. And I was like, hmm, so I took some time to journal. And I don't know, but that is my question to you guys. Are Do you ever feel shame when it comes to like what it means to desire like physical affection from friends and family members? And how do you cope with that? If you don't, and maybe I'm just weird, um, does that exist for you in another way? And how do you deal with that and allow yourself to be seen in that way how are you working on that hello sorry pals i'm in a common space and then friends came along and then i had to stop recording um but i'm back and i'm trying to remember what i was talking about we were talking about ridding yourself of the shame monster and we were talking about snap beep Beep, 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 We were talking about the podcast that I was listening to called Destigmatizing Your Desire. Yes. So, I don't know. That was just something interesting. And I was like, hmm, I'm going to percolate on that. I'm still percolating. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting. <sighs> okay, so the next thing that I did that kind of follows along with rating yourself of the shame monster is I went to this event called ballroom has something to say so it started with like a voguing class um which was done with slim extravaganza and pony zion slim is from pose he's in the house he's on the house of Windhole and is um one of the one of the folk dancers in that show which is so cool and that was really fun um and then pony is like an international vogue dancer who's oh my gosh just really empowering it just felt like a lot of reclaiming of the body which was really beautiful to be a part of and to like learn about the history and the culture and the reason why voguing exists um and how black trans women um and black queer people were like hey we need a space where we can celebrate one another and celebrate 
our bodies and our history and our and this and this family that we've created um and the fact that like balls would happen on sundays the same time that church services would be happening and it was a way of communing in such a deep oh just miraculous way i was i was like bawling at the talk back after the class but when we got to the section where pony was instructing the class he said to us he said um you you already know how to vogue it's within you um and you just have to like honor your body and and like and claim it and just do the damn thing and so at the beginning part of the class I was so nervous because I was like arms control I don't know how to do it I don't know what I'm doing ah and there were so many like really skilled people there um but once we got to the second section then I started letting myself go and then I was like okay I'm feeling myself I'm feeling myself it was really it was so much fun um to like reclaim my body in that way which oh just I like I didn't know or realize that I needed that in my day but I did um and I had a really nice talk with Pony afterwards and then we went to the second part of the event which was the ballroom has something to say conversation um and like watch so many beautiful videos of just like legendary forerunners of of the movement and of and who like created Vogue and like and it was like a way of bringing the ancestors into the room is what the moderator called it and there was a singer who just sang three spirituals that hit me and shook me to my core um and I'm out here crying and then we started talking about like internalized homophobia and like what it means to kind of like you grow up um in the church and and that's not a bad thing I still don't think it's a bad thing and I love God and I love being a Christian but I do still have that lingering thought in the back of my head that I am um an abomination and it's not something that I actively want to believe but because it's something that grew I kind of grew up with it's still something that I that I like unconsciously or subconsciously subscribe to a lot of the times and we like talked about that and it was like a very challenging moment in the space because then um the, the actual the the artistic director of this company and what that this event was happening at was saying like are you saying that we are victimizing ourselves and like still using and, and like subscribing to these toxic forms of uh, uh, like dysfunction dysfunctional forms of, of family and of community um he was like I, i'm i'm a survivor and i i've um come so far and got my chosen family and and i and i'm and i'm not and i'm here um and i'm worth being here and i think there was a bit of a miscommunication between like understanding that that shame is there um not meaning to wallow in it but to say that it's there and in order to really do the healing and to really love who you are you have to address that shame um and debunk it and remind yourself who you are and i just i've never been in a predominantly black queer space before um and i 
was bawling one because I'm still working through that part of my journey in a very major way um and I'm writing a play about it too about like my personal journey uh and I just I don't know it was everything that I needed it was everything that I needed to hear um and to think about and I just felt so free coming home and afterwards there was this really great ball competition that happened and I mean just the power that was within these performers I was like wow you are incredible and I just oh my heart was so very full but we're talking about reading yourself of the shame monster and I think that that oh that conversation just got really big for me in that space um and I'm just like I'm like taking as many notes as I can and I'm like just thinking and I never raised my hand to speak because it was a conversation but I just I think I was just a bit too nervous but hearing other people speak their truths um and like where they're coming from in their journeys was so miraculous to me um because you have to touch the untouchable thing to heal it and that untouchable thing is often shame And I think that it's honestly that there's this idea that once you understand who you are, you just become who you are without hindrance. But that's not true. There's so much in between in that journey and so much liminality in that journey and so much undoing in that journey that has to be done in order to actually truly um, recognize your dopeness and your need to be here because you have a story that absolutely no one else can tell on behalf of you. You are the one who has to speak it and you are the one who has to live it out. And so if that is the case, then you inherently have worthiness as your birthright. You inherently have um, have a purpose. And I just know that there are many times in my life in the past few years and on my journey where I stopped believing that and even the whole premise for this podcast about living your life with joy and um, and understanding that joy is an act of resilience against all of the trouble and, and turmoil that you experience in life, it's so important to me because it's it's my mantra when I forget that I, that I have, that not that I have to be here, but that there's a reason, there's a purpose why I am here. Um, because when shame comes in, then you can forget who you are. And if you forget who you are, then you become, you become vulnerable to um, lo- losing sight of your destiny, I think. Uh, and so it just felt like that conversation was placing me back where I didn't know I'd fallen off. Because it's kind of been a slow uphill climb since London in that regard. Because London was hard for me. It was incredible. It changed my life. But um, I had to deal with some really, really um, hard things on my own. uh, And without people in my life who were in my life since I started figuring out my sexuality in that way. and, And my identity in that way. And yeah. I feel like this is just a personal sharing now. I feel like I'm supposed to be giving you like tools or gems or something and I feel like I don't really have them because I'm still processing 
and still like learning what it means to actually love who you are. Um, and shame comes from a place of not knowing how to love who you are. And I don't know that I have the full, I don't, I don't, I don't have the full answers. I do not. Um, but it is a process you can make it through. And I think that doing it in community, honestly, even you listening to this podcast, even though it's me rambling, so thank you for listening to me ramble, um, but is a way to say, hey, no, I am meant to be here. And every time that that voice says to you in your mind, you are not worthy. You do not belong to be, you do not belong here. Why don't you just quit? Can't you see that it's not working? Can't you see that it's not worth it? It is, it is so worth it. Your life is worth it. Your story is so important and you have so much heart and the world needs to see it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, uh, I feel like that's a night that I will not forget for the rest of my life. Surely, surely, surely. And it's interesting because in my theater management class, I was trying to articulate what I saw because at the beginning of the class, we go around and we say what we saw on Broadway. And for me, I'm never seeing anything on Broadway. <laughs> um, really. But I have been going to events that I think have been really informative and, and, and transformative for me. And I tried to articulate it in that space and it, it felt like I couldn't, I couldn't even give words to like how that space really opened me up for healing in a new way and like opened us up for healing with one another. And then we celebrated one another at the end, like when people were walking the ball. And I was like, wow, like that is incredible. And, and in, in the conversation, we watched um, Laomi, who's an incredible folk dancer, uh, like strut and and Vogue and she just kept like dropping and dropping and dropping to the ground like with every single move with every single spin and we talked about how that is a way of dying and resurrecting and dying and resurrecting and dying and resurrecting again and again and again to say I am I am I am strong I am strong enough and I and I and she's like known for saying I, I, I vote to save my life because there's so much anger that I have towards like what God, God, just what I've had to experience. I feel like I'm not articulating it and I feel like she would do so much better than me, which is so true because it's her story. Um, and I just it just felt really important to bear witness to her story. And I just wow. Like reclaiming the body reclaiming the body which is so important so important and I'm just happy that like a, a, a place like that existed last night on that day in that moment 
for us in that room, like that we all needed to come together in that way. Um, to just, one, like understand and respect and honor the legacy and then to discuss where we still have yet to go. And um, yeah, there's so much healing left to be done, but it's worth the journey of it. And you are worth the journey of it. And that's just a word, just a word. So yeah, ridding yourself of the, of the shame monster, I think comes with operating within community. I feel more often times than not, shame exists when I, where isolation lies. Shame exists where isolation lies. So if that is the case, then for me personally, and what I would challenge for you all too, is that by operating in community, the shame monster kind of has to, has to silence itself just a little bit. Um, it can't have free rule because y your voice is not the only voice in the space. There's so many other voices who are like, no, me too, no. I feel that, hey, different experience, but your story is valid, my story is valid, and the fact that we have these differences is incredible. It just adds to the dopeness that is who we are. I don't even know if that's grammatically correct, but it's the truth. And I don't know, even as I'm talking about this, I'm, I am a little bit nervous because I know, like, one, I don't have too many listeners, but I still do this for fun. And I know that there are different, different types of listeners who come from different backgrounds and, and things of that nature. And I just, I want this space is for everyone to listen. Um, and everyone is invited in this space, always. I'm always about that. Um, but yeah, I, like your, tr your truth is so imperative and like, babe, I'm here to listen to it. I am here to listen to your truth and to celebrate you and your truth as long as it is not hurting another person. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oof. That's why we're calling this still processing. Because <laughs> it's, still, it's still being formulated. Um, but I've but I'm happy for that processing and, I'm, and I feel like it's helping me to get clearer on my own journey with accepting my identity, um, which is to say all, all of it, like my queer identity, my black identity, my womanhood, my Christian identity, my artist identity. There's just, it's, it's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey and it's so worth it because it's all about it's all about getting free it's all about getting free and and that's the thing i think that what's so important about ridding ourselves of shame is that you you can't stop until you get free and then once you get free you have to stay free which is its own work of maintenance and then it's that thing of seeing other people who need to get free and being there for them while they get free and being the support that you wish you had or you did have or maybe um you had but you were scared to take advantage of or to embrace all of that is so important it's all about like coming back to the communal sense of it i think yeah 
And it's not an easy answer. Because there's, there's so many notions that have like made us feel certain ways about ourselves and about like coming into who you are and how you're supposed to do it and what it's supposed to look like and how it's supposed to be in order for it to be okay, in order for you to be a good person or like in order for you to be worthy of this or worthy of that. And it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. You are worthy regardless. You are worthy because you are who you are. You are worthy just because. And I have to remind myself to say that to myself sometimes because it's it's difficult to actually operate in true self-love. So difficult, but so vital. And I love you. And how are you doing in your journey of self-love? That's my question to you and my challenge to you for this week. Let me pull it up. Oh, wow. Now I feel like after what we've talked about that my challenge actually doesn't really subscribe. But here's what I'm going to say. What I want you to do is to draw a little, a little stick figure of yourself. And I want you to write out where shame lives in your body. Where it lives in your body. And then... I kind of want you to notice that throughout the week. And is there a moment in the day or a moment in time where you can let let that free or loosen that up a little bit? It might be through dancing um, in front of the mirror, singing your favorite song, stretching, doing yoga. I don't know. Whatever works for you. But freeing up that area of the body that is holding on to whatever whatever moments of shame or things of shame you hold within your body because you are worthy 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 because of who you are period okay wow a long processing time thank you guys so much for listening thank you all so much for listening um, it's the end of the Monday, but it's still Monday, so yay! And I hope that you all have a wonderful week. You are smart, you are kind, you are important, you are worthy. <laughs>